Good morning, and welcome to your Tech 5 Coffee Break with Ben Harrison. We live in a rapidly changing and confusing world of technology and media reporting that affects every one of us both today and will far into the future. So each weekday morning, we've been taking a look behind the news to give you a brief snapshot of events and trends that matter, where they originated, and where they're taking us. Plastic changed the world, and without a doubt is one of those magical products without which modern life as we know it would simply be much more difficult. Prior to the advent of the world's first fully synthetic plastic called Bakelite in 1907, the only moldable non-metallic materials known to man were glass and ceramics. With the further development of synthetic plastics into an ever-growing list of increasingly cheap and specialized formulas, plastics became the material of choice for consumer product packaging in the second half of the 20th century. Today, an estimated 380 million tons of plastic enter circulation each and every year, with a vast amount of it going into single or limited-use products, such as disposable food and liquid containers. Despite the apparent efforts of governments, corporations, citizens, and more than 90% of that unthinkable mountain of synthetic materials is not recycled and winds up either in landfills or in the world's waterways. It doesn't take a genius to see the problem here. What was once a technological marvel became an everyday convenience, which evolved into an addiction which brought us here today. We cannot seem to live without our single-use plastic containers. In fact, our addiction is getting worse. Instead of slowly curtailing use, we're actually coming up with new and novel ways to create increasingly smaller, increasingly more plentiful pieces of plastic garbage. The best example is single-use coffee pods. Twenty-some-odd years ago, they were barely known to the consumer world. Today, we use over 50 billion of them per year. Because why use a normal coffee machine with a standard paper filter when you can just add another piece of trash to our collective mass of post-consumer waste just to make yourself a small, warm, caffeinated beverage? Well, as selfish and inefficient as the coffee pods may seem from anything resembling an objective viewpoint, we still use them at a rate of about eight per year per human being living on planet Earth. And without determination and extra work, most are not considered recyclable. According to a study by the Ellen MacArthur Foundation, by the middle of the century, plastic refuse may even outweigh the sum total of fish in the world's oceans. Despite the apparent efforts of governments, corporations, and citizens, more than 90% of plastic is not recycled and winds up either in landfills or in the world's waterways. Biodegradation for a traditional plastic in a natural environment takes between 450 and 1,000 years. We're probably not going to stop using the stuff. That much we've proven. As a species, we can do it, is, is, is make it harmful. Let's say that again. That much we've proven as a species. What we can do is make it less harmful. Currently, many corporations are looking for solutions, including a small Canadian company right now. I recently heard of a small company in Canada creating a fully compostable plastic alternative that can actually solve our problems. 
It appears that they're developing a new material, which has been referred to as Plastic 2.0. It's a fully plant-based material, making it much more environmentally uh, friendly. It apparently will be fully compostable in 60 days, biograding at the same speed as an apple core. It does not require specialized composting chambers or any other extreme environments which other supposedly biodegradable plastics need. The company that owns the patent has already entered the market experimenting with, you guess it, the single-use coffee pod. While I, while I only know about the research, I do not know the name of the company. But if my information is accurate, it may be one potential solution to our plastic problem. I will keep up to date on this and other developments and report as information becomes available. Meanwhile, let's all do our part to minimize the use and disposal of plastic. You've been listening to Tech 5 with Ben Harrison from Escopa's only nonprofit radio station, Hunters Bay Radio 88.7 FM.